The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Empower yourself and get inspired to build the life of your dreams. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Happy New Year. I'm so super excited to have you join us today while we explore the concept of living a life of peace every day. Peace defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. Now, I want you just to breathe on that and imagine right now, in this moment, that you are living a life of peace. Because I want to tell you that, yes, it is possible to live everyday peace. Yes, you deserve everyday peace. And, yes, you can have everyday peace. And, you know, we're here in the beginning of a brand-new year. How super exciting is that? And I'm so grateful to all of our listeners for uh, joining us, being with us last year in 2020 and being here with us in 2021. I want to tell you that everybody, right, starts off the brand new year with a reflection on the previous year. So I do not want to disappoint you. I want to tell you that as I look back over 2020, I know that we had a lot of challenges. There were a lot of challenges in 2020, but there were a lot of magical and wonderful moments in 2020 as well. Here at the Everyday Peace Show, we had some amazing guests in 2020, people who helped us grow and discover our greatness. And if you miss any of those shows, you can hear them by subscribing to Dr. Drayvon James' Everyday Peace podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, or you can listen to them on the Unity Online radio website. So our 2020 was full of growth. And if you missed any of that, please go back and um, listen to those so we can just stay catched up. And if you have not taken advantage of the completely free course on discovering your passion, I don't know why you have not done that. Please email me and get that course. You can email me at DrayvonJames at gmail.com, completely free course on discovering your passion. Put the word free in the subject line, and I'll be happy to get that out to you because it's a brand new year and a brand new you. It's 2021, and I'm super excited that we have a great year ahead of us. So we had a great 2020 as far as programming on our show, and we have a great year for 2021 guests on our show. And I hope you're ready this year to meet your best self and live your best life. I got a question on that note. What are we waiting for? Why are we not living our best life and meeting our best self right now? Are we waiting for the end of the pandemic? Are we waiting for the pain of our last breakup to end or to have enough money in the bank? Are we waiting for some miraculous sign in the sky that says, yes, It's your time. Be happy. Live free now. Well, I got good news for you. We can stop waiting. We can stop waiting because we have to give ourselves permission right now, today, to begin living our best life, begin meeting our best self. Because all of the answers are going to come from within as we expose ourselves to a community that supports our growth. And that's what we're doing right here at Everyday Peace. 
I have some really good news for you, is that we have some great guests that are going to help us kick off the new year. There are things that stop us, that keep us in this waiting pattern forever, waiting for external factors and for other people to begin our journey to find our everyday peace is not the right idea. We need to take ownership of that right now. We need to decide to embrace life as an everyday peacemaker. So you may be wondering, like, you know, what are these things? What are the things that are standing in my way? Why is it that we make these great, you know, declarations we're going to do this and then we kind of fizzle out and don't do anything? One of the things that I've discovered in my own life is that we have to clear away the clutter, this internal clutter that blocks us from walking in peace every day. And some of that internal clutter can be fear. Fear comes wrapped up in so many packages. It looks like anger sometimes and disappointment and, you know, judgment, fear. Self-judgment, we've got to get rid of that. Holding on to past pain, we got to get rid of that. we got to clear that clutter away. Needing the approval of others, we've got to get rid of that clutter. Right? There will always be someone with their own opinion, and that's fine. They're entitled to their opinion. You've got to get rid of unforgiveness. Right? you just got to accept that forgiveness is a personal blessing to ourselves. Every time we decide to forgive someone for something, we are keeping blessings on ourselves, so we want to stand in that place of forgiveness and let go of that unforgiveness. And then this one thing, there's just this thing that I find that so many of my clients and myself in the past have struggled with too, is this searching for the unobtainable goal of perfection. You know what that is. Like I would do it, but it's not exactly right. I would step out, but I don't exactly have everything I need. Sometimes we just got to leap and know that doing our best in this particular moment will generate the best in this particular moment. So I'm super excited as I mentioned, that 2021 is our year. Best life ever, best, you know, meeting our best self ever. And today we are beginning our journey by looking at how we make our goals and how we achieve our goals. And I know some of you are saying, oh, you know what? I didn't prepare. I didn't prepare in 2021. And, you know, I don't have all the tools I need in my toolbox to be successful in 20. I didn't prepare in 2020, and so I don't have all the tools to be prepared in 2021 and kick off my journey of success in 2021, but don't you worry. Don't worry at all because we have a fabulous guest here today who is going to talk to us about how to set goals and how to achieve goals and get on the right path to having an amazing 2021 because really so many of us have set up, we set these re- these resolutions and we don't achieve them and then we get discouraged, but we're going to cover all that today because we have a fabulous guest, Mr. Vincent Jenna, the world-renowned psychic healer, respected spiritual teacher, and dynamic animated speaker, Vincent combines his extraordinary psychic abilities, his academic credentials, and his genuine all-loving approach to provide healing for the body, the mind, and the spirit. And he's here today. He's studied a lot about um, goal setting and achieving goals, and he's going to share some of the things that he's learned along the way, and he's taught to his many, many thousands of clients. And so, Vincent, thank you for being with us today for our kickoff live show of 2021, and we're so excited to have you. 
Oh, my gosh, Drayvon, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm excited to be here. I mean, really, 2021. We're here in 2021, and this is your first show in it. That's fabulous. Yeah, yeah. So your first live show of the year. And I think it's so – I'm so excited that you are our, you know, flagship uh, kickoff a guest for the, for the year because – Many people set these resolutions, myself included. I mean, I have so many unfulfilled resolutions that I just say, oh, okay, <laughs> maybe it wasn't that important. But you know a thing or two about setting resolutions, and we're talking about that day today because your data suggests that statistically only 8% of people follow through with the resolutions. And so what are we doing wrong? Why is that percentage so low? You're making a resolution. <laughs> That's why. Okay. Well, here, here. What is the definition of resolution? It actually comes from the word resolute. And resolute means admirable and intense commitment. And, and so you are now promising yourself, oh, and you're going to do it. It's going to sound real good. It's admirable. I'm making a New Year's resolution, right? At the beginning of every single year, there are some thousands, thousands, if not millions across the planet make resolutions, Drayvon. And, and, and that is the problem because what a resolution is for most people is an attempt to fix something about themselves, fix something, or strengthen a weakness. That's another way of putting it. They want to strengthen something that is weak about them, something that's not complete about them, something that's been bad. I mean, think of some of the resolutions that people make, some of the most common ones. For example, oh, man, I am so fat. I've not lost any weight. I've tried to go on so many different diets. I did nothing in 2020. I was under so much stress. I was working from home. I did nothing but walking back and forth to my refrigerator. I ate. I'm fat. I am making a resolution to lose weight. I mean, how many times have we heard that across the, the, the world, right? Right? Don't you hear people say that? Of course. Of course. Yes. I've probably said that a few times myself. Right. And then another one. Uh, uh, this is very popular with guys. Oh, I am completely out of shape. Look at me. I've got love handles. I can't even pick up a box without my back hurting me. I am going to the gym to work out. I want to cut myself. I want to be buff. I want to look hot. I look terrible right now. I am making a membership. As a matter of fact, the health spas depend on that New Year's resolution because in January, they sign up more people than any other time of the year because of that New Year's resolution. And the funny thing is, by the next January, they still have enough room in the club to sign up several thousand more members, right? Have you ever yes. seen a health spa overrun with people? Well, you know, and it's so funny you mentioned that, Vincent, because at my gym, the same thing this month, you know, even with the coronavirus, we're all in there with face masks. But you look around, and on Sunday morning, yesterday morning, packed, right? Because it's the beginning of the year. But, you know, it's the same routine. By February, it'll be easy breezy, 
you know, there will not be any wait for wait for any machine because most of the January crowd has always had a change of mind. That's right. And I can go on and on with those kinds of resolutions. People are going to clear their home. They've got um, clutter throughout their house, in their attic, in their drawers, in their closet. And they turn around and they say, I'm going to get more organized in my house. I'm going to clear out all that garbage and make room. That's another resolution. Or finishing a project. You know what? I was supposed to um, repaint the house. I never did that. I'm going to get that house painted. Or you know what? I'm going to go on vacation. We didn't go on vacation last year. You know, we couldn't. Or the year before that or the year before that. We're going to go on, on vacation. You know what? I am going to take some more me time. I need some me time. I'm going to go to the spa this year. I'm going to sit in the hot tub more. I'm going to take one of those baths, a Calgon bath or salt. I'm going to get some of those pretty salt and put it in the water. And that's just the guys saying that. And I'm telling you, there's over and over, and I can come up with, and I bet you, Drayvon, you can come up with a million and one other resolutions that not only you made yourself, but that you've heard. Isn't that correct? Absolutely. Okay. And, and, you know, and, so and why? Me, hey, why then right. don't they don't they don't work? I can tell you. Yeah, that's a big question. Why? I, I I even have people telling me that they refuse to set them because they know they won't work. That's right. And they don't work because people are setting them from a negative foundation because they think they have to fix themselves or strengthen a weakness, do something that they've not been capable of doing before. That's coming from a negative place. I want to fix myself. I've got to look better in my jeans. I've got to fix my body. I got to fix my house. I got to fix the way I live. I'm so lazy. I haven't completed my projects. All of that is they're trying to fix a weakness from a weakness. And that's why they all fail. There is no strength behind it. There is no conviction behind it because it's coming from a weakness. And, and that's the worst place to come from when you want to improve something in your life. That's like constantly telling the child, you're bad, you're bad, you're bad. You better start acting better and expecting the child to act better. It's ludicrous to think that that's going to happen. Now, maybe in the beginning, maybe the first couple of weeks, you get that motivation. Everybody does. Okay, I want to fix myself. So, of course, you get the motivation. But the energy doesn't last because it's so weak. It's so shut off. And especially, it's not coming from the higher place of who you are. It's not coming from source. It's coming from the weakest human part of who we are. And that's why resolutions and even goals that we try to set don't work. You know that day planner that was created a long time ago? Franklin was a, ma a manufacturing company that created the day planner. You know what I'm talking about, right? Don't you? Absolutely. I do. 
Right, okay. And all these business people, a matter of fact, you had to get one just to make sure you looked professional because every other professional person was walking around with a day planner and they had all these little sticky notes in the day planner and little tabs on the end of them. And the more tabs that you had and the thicker your day planner, the more professional you looked because you had so many goals that you were going to achieve and you had all of these tasks. Do you know why those people needed those day planners? No, why? Because they couldn't trust that they would get their work done without it. They set these lists of things that they have to do every single day of their lives because they don't believe that they'll get anything done without that list or set these goals because they don't know or they don't trust that when they wake up in the morning, their body, their unconscious mind, their soul knows exactly what you need to get done. Why isn't it that we take a list from the first time we wake up, I'm going to get up out of bed, number one. Number two, I'm going to go into the bathroom because I know I'll have to pee. Number three, I'm going to brush my teeth and wash my hands. I'll wash my hands first then brush my teeth. Number four, maybe I'll go get a cup of coffee. Number five, I'm going to go take a shower. Number th we don't write those things out, yet there are so many people who have routines every single day of their lives because they don't trust that they will guide themselves through each one of those steps, that their, their soul, the higher part of them, knows exactly what they need. It knows exactly what they want to achieve. And if they just trusted that, they would get it done. Now, there is nothing wrong in setting a desire for yourself. That's the whole point. There, there is nothing wrong in that. I, I do believe that we should set our dreams. We should set our desires. I mean, that, that's a good thing. The law of attraction states that we should write out what we really want, but not in the form of a resolution, right? Not in the form of a, a, an admirable commitment that we're finally going to get done. Do, do you hear the desperation behind resolutions? Do you ever hear them from people? I am going to finally do this for myself, right? Doesn't it sound like a desperation to you or you know, am I crazy? And I, what you said, that it, a, a resolution is trying to strengthen a weakness. And that already sounds like you're defeated. Right. That's exactly what happens. And that's that's the craziest thing is that people just feel that it's a good thing to to look. It is a good thing to want to improve. That's what we're here for. A matter of fact, it's actually, um, oh my gosh, I forgot the psychologist I was just going to quote, um, Carl Rogers, thank you. Um, I'm a psychotherapist, so I have a lot of that in my background. And a famous psychologist, he was considered a humanist psychologist who believed in natural aspects of humans. And he believed, that if you removed all social constraints, all humans would automatically move forward in their lives. And what he considered a social constraint was what you were talking about earlier when you first came on the show. All those things we've got in the closet that have been fed to us since we were kids about not feeling good about ourselves and that we're not good enough and that we're not lovable, whatever it is, 
those negative messages we received from the environment actually constrain our self-beliefs and our natural movement, our natural desire to grow. And if you just eliminate those, we would naturally be moving forward. We would be naturally growing. So it is a great desire for all of us to grow. And I believe that the New Year's resolution are people's attempts to get that done, right? Because all year long, this well, here's the point. Would you set a resolution if you were successful with everything you wanted to do all year long? What do you think? No, you would not. Right. You wouldn't need to, would you? Right? It, would, it would sound ridiculous, like, I'm going to make a resolution today. Why do you need to make a resolution? You always do what you want to do. Yeah, I know, but it sounds good. Everybody else is making a New Year's resolution. I like that. It looks good, too. New Year's resolution. But I don't need to because I always get done what I want to get done. And if I don't get it done, I'll get it done another time. It wasn't important. So you wouldn't need that. Or better yet, I've got a list of goals. Why do you have a list of goals? Well, because everybody has goals. Well, but you do everything you want to do and you get it done eventually some way or another. You always accomplish what you want to accomplish. And if you haven't accomplished it, you just get rid of it because you didn't think it was important enough. That's right. I know. But uh, the rest of society, they all have goals. I mean, even even the, 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 the New York... Uh, um, basketball teams, and they have goals too, and, and the Los Angeles Celtics and all of them, they have goals to 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 win the, the, the championships and everything. So everybody has goals. I got to set goals. It's the most ridiculous concept, and it's all because we have gotten into the habit of not trusting ourselves. We've forgotten who we are as divine beings. We've forgotten that we've got greater inner guidance, inner guidance. We don't have to turn to anybody and we certainly don't have to turn to a day planner or his resolution to make us do something. As you're talking, as you're talking you know what right? occurred to me is that we are, we somehow we've been trained to focus on our worry instead of focusing on our gratitude because that that was a wonderful example you gave. If you were success, successful already, you would hardly think about setting a resolution because you're just good at what you do and you just want to continue along that path. And so you're in this space of I'm focusing on what I'm good at and that's what I'm going to, you know, this is what I'm going to grow and get better at. I don't need to set a resolution about it. I'm grateful for being good at this. I'm going to continue to get better at this. So it seems like our mindset is that we're focusing on worry. And we set a resolution about the things that we worry about. Oh, you're giving away the secret, but I was holding on to that until the other side of the commercial. <laughs> I, I want to entice people to to stay and listen. <laughs> Draven, is that terrible of me? I mean, you got to know if you've read my bio, I have my own Unity Online radio show too. I'm on Wednesdays at noon. Yes, of course you knew that. So I'm like, kids sitting here and I'm watching the time and I'm like, you listeners out there, if you want the answer as to how to succeed, you're going to have to stay on. You're going to have to keep well, listening. You know, they got to still stay on, Vincent, because they have to hear the way you put it and the way you say it and the tips that you give. Because as you're talking, you're, you're, you're 
you're just putting these images in my head and your conversation is so great. I'm like, oh, wow, I can see the picture of what you're saying. So we're going to continue. I'm going to be quiet so you can give the audience everything they need. Oh, listen to you. Yes, I'm telling you, there is a secret that's not so much a secret because the moment that I start saying it, you will immediately understand. But on our own, we don't make these shifts. That's the reason why they have these shows. It's the reason why they have luminaries and people like you speaking and trying to help the world because we have forgotten so many things that if we just hear something new, it'll resonate and wake up something inside of us. You know what I'm saying? And so I love when we have these opportunities to be able to share these moments because I'm hoping and knowing that it will wake up. I'm not coming up with some miracle answer because the moment I say it, you'll go, of course, of course, that's what I, I should be doing all along. Oh, my gosh. And everybody has the answer. And the thing isn't about making a New Year's resolution. What it's about is making an enhancement, a New Year's and an every day and in every moment enhancement. So now instead of coming from a place of I need to fix something about me, you're coming from a place of I want to enhance something about me. Enhancing is already acknowledging that there's something good about you. And you know, Drayvon, that's the biggest problem in the world is people do not recognize and they don't pay attention to what's good about them. Because if they did, they would come from that place. That's what we're going to talk about is how to come from the place of enhancement. The place coming from the place of enhancement. I love that. I love that. So enhancing right there means that you have got to be aware. You're setting an awareness of who you are, right? That's developing a relationship with self. So very important. You cannot have any other authentic relationships on the planet or anywhere else for that matter until you have a relationship with We'll be back after this break. We're going to talk about developing enhancement with ourselves. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Create and build the life of your dreams. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome back to Everyday Peace. We have the world renowned Vincent Jenna as our guest today. What an amazing opportunity for our kickoff live show of 2021. And we're talking about setting goals, achieving your goals. And he's given us so such good information about resolutions, which is really focusing uh, on trying to strengthen our weaknesses. And so we're going into uh, the second part of our show, and we're talking about 
what we can do instead to enhance ourselves. And he talked about focusing on enhancement. And I think that's amazing because in order to enhance anything, you and I both know, we all know, that we've got to first recognize that it already exists in us. Amazing, right? So uh, I love it. I just love it. I'm, I'm so energized. I'm so supercharged for 2021. I know this is the year that you're going to meet your best self. We're going to live your best life. And we're here together as a team of everyday peacemakers, right? Because you've got to have a team. You have every successful person has a team. And so you have a team. This is your team, the everyday peacemakers. And so, Vincent, thank you so much for just being with us today. And while we're talking about setting goals and identifying our strengths, what are some steps that people can, can take? You talk about focusing on your enhancements. How can we identify what our strengths are? How do we do that? Mm, excellent question, Drayvon. Um, I'm I'm telling right now, first of all, first of all, you have to believe you have strengths. That is people's biggest problems, as we were talking earlier, is people look so much at their weaknesses that they forget they do have strength. And I can promise you, anybody who's listening right now to the show and some of their own family and friends, if you're listening, that means you have a strength. You care. You want to grow. That's a strength. You're alive. That's a strength. You're breathing. That's a strength. You have the capacity to make choices. Those are all strengths. You've come further in your life than you think. We want to look at our lives and we constantly have these phrases and we use these words. You were talking earlier about the importance of words and boy, are they important, especially when we use them on ourselves. And people use these words to constantly denigrate and criticize themselves. For example, this phrase, I took one step forward and 10 steps backwards. Based on what people are saying, the, uh, the, we're capable of going back into our mother's wombs. If we keep stepping back that far, we're going to get we'll end up back where we were first conceived, for goodness sakes. It's untrue. We are not taking 10 steps backwards for every step we take forward. And if we just turned around and looked, that's another thing. You get all these memes out there, these graphics, these postings, right? They're supposed to be inspirational. And they say things like, don't look into your past or don't look behind you because you're trying to move forward. Oh, well, that's wonderful and that's great. If you keep looking in the forward direction, you keep looking at where you're not, not yet, right? You're looking ahead of yourself. Every so often, you need to turn around and see how far you've come. And that right mm -hmm. away will let you know that you have some kinds of strengths. That's right from the get-go, to believe in the strengths. Then look at the things that you have enjoyed about yourself. That's the second step. So I'll take, like, for example, the resolution that you want to lose weight, right? Okay. So coming from the point of I feel fat, I look terrible in my jeans. Yes, my butt does look bad in them. I don't even need to ask my husband or my wife, whatever the case may be. That is coming from the negative perspective. But how about this? You know what? When I was thinner, I was feeling really good. I like that. You know, I, I really love myself and I really care about how I feel. 
And, and even I enjoy wearing good clothes. I like the way I feel when I'm thinner and I'm fitting in them. Or I need a little bit more weight on me when I'm a little bit heavier. My clothes fill out a little bit better, whichever direction you need to go in. So I'm, you know what? This year, I'm going to pay attention to my body weight a little bit more and make myself more healthy because I deserve that. I enjoy that. So the same idea that you want to lose weight or for some people gain weight, right? Because they're too thin, but turned around from a place of where you enjoyed yourself and what made you feel good is going to give you more strength. Or another example, you know, when I was doing that physical activity and I used to play sports, I felt so good. Oh, and then a couple of years ago, I was jogging. That really made, gave me a lot of energy. And you know what? I like the way I look. If I had some muscles on me, you know, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to do some working out because I want to feel even better about myself. I want to feel more. I think I could look good with some muscles. I'm going to be strong. At least it'll give me more energy. And, oh, God, my body will be more flexible. Yeah, I'm going to do that. That's coming from a different place. That's using a strength where you feel good about yourself at certain times in certain ways and certain behaviors. And you're using that now to change something that you might feel is a little bit weaker or that needs fixing altogether, whatever the case may be. For another example about that, you know what? When I'm not drinking, I'm more sociable. I don't feel moody. I get along with everybody better. I don't have arguments with my spouse, my family, my children, my friends. I, I feel so much better. I'm going to stop drinking. I'm going to stop drinking. I actually did that with my wife. My wife and I were 33 year smokers. We had been smoking for 33 years. And on our, my 50th birthday, I said to Matt, and we tried all the different times to stop. Matter of fact, we had two children, Trayvon, and, and during that time we stopped smoking because we can't, my, my wife didn't want to smoke while she was pregnant and I wasn't going to smoke in front of her. So we both smoked for the nine months. But what was hysterical is after we had our first kid, we the nurse comes in back in the old days when we were in the hospital and they delivered the babies and took the baby right to the nursery. Nurse comes in and uh, says, would you like to see your child? Now, my, my wife turns around and says, yes, but right after we have a cigarette and a Kahlua and cream. And was like, oh, my God, my poor kid took second over a cigarette. That's how much we loved smoking. But on my 50th birthday, I said, you know what? I have things to do. I want to live. And I don't want to hurt myself, you know, with the smoking. I loved myself so much. I'm going to do whatever I need to do to experience my greatest existence here because I deserve it. And that motivation coming from that place made us throw out the packs of cigarettes, never wanting a puff, a drag, a desire, never went back to it again because we came from a place of strength wanting to fix a bad habit. And that's a bad habit. 
but coming from a place of strength, not coming from a place of weakness, not coming from, I'm a terrible smoker, I'm so bad, I'm, I'm, I'm ruining my lungs, I'm ruining people's lungs around them, around me, they don't like the smell of me, oh, my poor kids, I'm hurting their lungs. I knew that was all going down, but that wasn't enough. It wasn't until I said I cared about myself and maybe you need to fake it to start with about caring about yourself, but at least you can come from some place like that, some place where you can say something that was good about you that you enjoyed and come from there. And that will give you the strength to achieve anything you want. Because Draven, we're here on earth to enjoy ourselves and life and experience ourselves in that enjoyment. And yeah, I know there's sadness, there's disappointments, there's all of that that come, but we want more of the good things. You know why there are so many flavored ice creams in the world? Do you know why? Why, why is that? Because after the first flavor they made and people tasted it, they said, Holy moly, this tastes so good. What else can you make? And they made other flavors. Mm. Oh my gosh, this is even better than the first one. What else can you make? And then they made toppings. And then they made more. And they did the same thing with candies. And anything that was good in life, they made more of because we deserve more. It even states it in the Bible. Right. And Jesus turned around and said that that which pleases you pleases the Lord and to want more is a blessing. So we're even told to want more. It's only from our disappointments that we don't have what we want at all because we haven't manifested anything. Because we were taught that we're limited and because we've forgotten who we are as unlimited beings that that's the reason why we have disappointment and we don't want more of that. And some people want more from nothing. I, 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 they're never satisfied because they never feel the enjoyment. They only want more because they feel such lack. But wanting more because you know how great it is and because you are grateful for it, it's the whole reason for gratitude is what you are grateful for, you will receive more of, right? Don't we teach that? That's right. That's right. That's right. So there's what nothing wrong with wanting more. So what about wanting more growth? Because we are feeling good about who we are right now and how far we've come. And it's, it's funny because um, Abraham Hicks, for those that, that aren't familiar with Abraham Hicks, a Abraham is a, a kind of group of spirits that trance through Esther Hicks. Um, and Esther and Jerry Hicks wrote several books. And so Abraham started speaking, which is a, a higher entity or a higher part of Esther speaking. And he was doing a lecture, a live lecture, and a husband was there with his wife and he didn't want to go. She pulled him there, you know, and he was like doubting everything. So she got to a question answer period and um, he raises his hand. And of course, his wife is totally embarrassed, wondering what the heck is he going to ask? 
And and he comes up to the microphone and Abraham says, yes, sir, what is your question? And the guy goes, okay, Abraham, if dogs are so smart, why do they insist on riding in cars with their head out the windows only to get debris and wind blowing in their eyes? And Abraham said, well, sir, you ask the most profound question of the evening. And his wife was like, her eyes opened up real wide because she thought that he was being a smart ass, right? And Abraham says, because it's exhilarating. And his point then was, we come here in life, and yes, we're going to have disappointments and hurts, some more than others, tragedies, crises. But here's the thing about that, Drayvon. We have the promise of growth because of who we are. And as we grow, it's exhilarating. It's exhilarating. It is such bliss to go from nothing to everything, to go from a lower consciousness to a higher consciousness. And if we just remember that, and I want all the listeners to know that if you just make a different choice tonight, right now, in this very moment, to enhance the greater part of who you are and use that to change anything else you want to change about yourself, then turn around and look at yourselves and feel great about having done that, you'll want to do it more. And that's what bliss and joy is all about. It's why we're supposed to be celebrating every year. We just finished celebrating Christmas, New Year's, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, because of that light that is in us that we're supposed to be reminding ourselves of, that greatness that is in us. When you do that, those are the steps you take to change anything you want in your life and anything about you. And I just gave I you the Reader's love- Digest abridged version. Yes, and you know what I heard all through that, and I want to make sure that every everyday peacemaker that's listening to this right now gets this too. Everything that you just said, Vincent, was surrounded by this one word for me, and that was feeling. What are you feeling in this moment? You mentioned that, you know, you stopped smoking cigarettes because you felt that I like my life. I feel good about being alive, and therefore I'm going to make decisions that promote me having a healthy life. Right, and so we talked. You talked about the jeans and saying, you know, how do I look in these jeans? And I remember when I used to feel so good when I put these jeans on. So I'm going to do the things that get me to the place that I feel good when I put these jeans on. And I think that's so important. Too often we discredit how important and how effective feeling good is for living a life of peace every day, wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken. This feeling nature, it's so important. It's so very important. I, and I, I didn't want us to miss that because I heard it in everything that you just said. You're, just, you're putting all these images in my head that I love it. So got another question for you. People talk about ob- uh, obstacles and how important is it to anticipate any obstacle that a person may face when focusing on enhancing themselves? 
Oh, that's really a good question. And, you know, I, I think it's, it's necessary to understand that the obstacle you're going to come across is you. Because we are the ones. Matter of fact, my radio show is called Stop Stopping Yourself and Become Unstoppable. It's because we set up those obstacles and we forget. See, what winds up happening is we step into a pattern when we start doing the work. So, yeah, so I got I can light flames in people's guts and, and get a, you know, a good flame going. They are the ones that have to keep putting on the fuel and putting on the logs in order to keep the fire burning. Right. I'm just a pilot light. And the way that they do that is just understanding that as you're doing that, if you are aware of your feelings, you say such important word there. Feelings is why we're here and we can judge everything and the direction we're going by our feelings. The outcome of our lives will actually show if what we're feeling and believing is true or not. There's where the obstacle may lie. We have defense mechanisms that will get in our way. And so we start off feeling good, and then all of a sudden, there'll be this defensive voice in there or this old voice and this old pattern of saying, oh, what are you doing that for? You're not good enough. You're not going to get that gut done. You know, you know, you were listening. Yeah, what are you listening for? You're the same old, same old person. That inner voice that we've gotten so used to, so ingrained, that's deep down in our unconscious recesses that we've not paid attention to because our defense mechanisms are covering up those inner voices. That's what the defensive mind does. I have a book out and also a lecture called God, It's Not Working. And it's about all these things that we try to do to improve ourselves. These lectures we listen to come to Unity Online Radio, go to Unity Centers, Centers for Spiritual Living, do workshops, read the most important spiritual and self-help books, all of these things. And we still end up saying, God, it's not working. Why? because we truly don't believe what we think we believe. And if we look at that as the major obstacle, then every time we want to stop ourselves, we can understand that it's a defense mechanism. It's a habit that is stopping us. It's that little, little inner voice. It's that little child within me. It's not me. It's that inner voice that wants to believe that I'm limited. It's that inner voice that's used to believing that I'm not good enough. But the truth is, I am. And I'm going to keep reminding myself that, and I'm going to keep doing it over and over again. That's why I use that phrase. It's a catchphrase that I told everybody to write down and put it everywhere that they can see in their homes, on their mirrors, first thing in the morning, anywhere, on the refrigerator, everywhere, on their monitor. I love myself so much, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to experience my greatest existence here because I deserve it. And every time they come up to one of those obstacles, they say that and re-motivate and re-put on. That's how you put the logs on the flame is by self-positive self-talk. And you use your feelings as a barometer, as you said, to be able to judge and see 
if you're feeling true, if you're feeling false, if you're feeling weak, if you're feeling strong. And mindfulness, now we've heard that. That's a fairly new, over the past couple of decades, really. Um, John Kabat-Zinn wrote one of the first books about mindfulness, wherever you go, there you are. And then um, um, uh, Eckhart Tolle uh, constantly talks about it in his books. Mindfulness is pay, to pay attention to the here and now, okay? But to do more than that, why do you pay attention to the here and now? Well, you want it to pay attention to your consciousness, which is in the here and now. And your consciousness, your conscious awareness only accounts for 2 to 5% of your entire mind. 2 to 5%. That means 95 to 98% of your entire mind is in unconscious awareness. So when you think you know what you're thinking and what you're feeling and what you're doing, you don't. Because in the major portion of your mind, it's working without you even knowing what's going on in there. So mindfulness keeps you in the two to 5%. So in the two to 5%, while you're being mindful and all of a sudden a bad negative feeling comes up, boom, you can stop it. And then you can turn it around. That's the major purpose for mindfulness is paying attention to what you're feeling so that you can either turn it around and change it when you don't like what you're feeling or enhance it when you do like what you're feeling. So you're absolutely right about feelings and those obstacles are those things and habits that want to stop you and sabotage you and block you from achieving all the peace and all that you desire and believing that you're a magnificent, unlimited being. There you go. Benson, you are, I, I, I promised that you were going to be this amazing. I just knew that you were. The, what you're giving us right now is the golden foundation. It really is the golden foundation that's going, it's the first stair step that's going to lead us to this magnificent, you know, high-rise experience in 2021. We're learning how to really set goals from, and we're going to call them enhancements, how to enhance, how to enhance the parts of ourselves that are going to take us where we want to go. And you start off by saying that you really don't need a day planner. You really don't need someone to guide you when you focus on your internal compass, where you're supposed to be. Focus there. I absolutely love you. You are doing a wonderful, wonderful service for the world, and I'm so appreciative that you are our special guest today and for your sharing your knowledge and your passion and getting us started on our journey in 2021 of being our best self and living our best life. And I want to ask you my question for every guest. How can our listeners, Everyday Peacemakers, connect with you? What's going on in your world that they could take advantage of um, in the last few minutes here before uh, we close? Well, the best way, um, Drayvon, and thank you for asking, is going to my website at vincentjenna.com, which is a G-E-N-N-A. Um, and there they can connect with me everywhere else. Also come to my Unity show, which is on Wednesdays at noon Eastern. And I do the same thing that you do there, try to really get this light out into the world. Um, look for me on Facebook. I do a lot of live events. As a matter of fact, I have one coming up um, this week, I believe. Let me see. When is when am I doing my live event? 
um, this week or next week. It's on my Facebook page and my website. So there's so many different ways that you can communicate with me. And of course, I do my uh, readings with everybody internationally, virtually and on the phone. So we don't have to worry about wearing masks or being socially distant. We'll, we'll connect no matter what. So thank you for asking me. And I do respond to people who email me and write me all the time. Oh, that is so wonderful. And I want to tell our listeners that I promised you, this is our year. We got the guests. We, we got everything right here at Everyday Peace and on the Unity Online Radio Network. And I hope you're looking forward to next week because I certainly am. Next week's show is going to be amazing. As you know, next week we celebrate the life of Martin Luther King. And as you know, Martin Luther King uh, was a man of peace. His words and his message have inspired millions of people. Next Monday, as we celebrate his life, we are going to be inspired to continue in our personal journey. So be sure to tune in next week for the special honoring of the spirit of Martin Luther King. Uh, We're off to a great start in 2021, thanks to Vince and Jenna. Uh, Let's share this journey of everyday peace, everyone with your closest friends and your family. And don't worry if they miss today's show, but that because they can subscribe to the Everyday Peace podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, or they can listen to it simply by going to the Unity Online Radio website. I am Dr. Drayvon James. I'm so excited that this has been an amazing show. We've spent some amazing time together. Just to recap some of the things that we learned. First, we don't want to strengthen a weakness. We don't want to be in that place. We want to grow. I look forward to talking to you all next week. This is Dr. Drayvon James. I absolutely love you. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Since 1977, Omega Institute in New York's beautiful Hudson Valley has hosted some of the best spiritual teachers and social visionaries, sharing their messages of hope, healing, and transformation. On the Dropping In podcast hosted by Emmy Award-winning producer Callie Alpert, you will enjoy in-depth interviews and conversations with people like Pema Chodron, Jack Kornfield, John Kabat-Zinn, and many others on the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Also, check out the video series on Spotify.